this one prosecutor is talking about you know Rittenhouse uh, carrying uh, this weapon and then not thinking that he really needs to use it when you decided to bring your AR-15 loaded with 30 rounds down to the 63rd Street source, car source location, what did you think you needed protection against? I didn't really think I was going to have to protect myself. You told us just now you brought it along for protection. I did, but I didn't think I was going to need to protect myself. You brought it along for protection, but you didn't think you needed protection? Yes. This is how you warp a liberal's oh, mind. Oh, man. I'm trying to clarify the two different answers that I think he just gave, Your Honor. Well, that, go ahead. Can you, do you, Do you understand, understand the question? question? Not really. I asked you why you brought the gun. You said you needed it for protection. I said, protection against what? You said you didn't think you needed protection. I'm confused. Can you help me understand you why you're telling us you yeah, needed a gun for protection, but you didn't think you needed protection? I brought the gun for my protection, but what I was saying is I didn't think I would have to use the gun and end up defending myself. It, it, That's it, per it, what a perfect answer, right? So, so the the prosecutor's like, "Do you not under uh, do you not understand the question?" And Kyle's like, "Yeah." <laughs> but I I believe that Kyle's confusion isn't really with understanding the question. It's he's not understanding how the fucker isn't understanding the answer. <laughs> It's like, how are you not understanding it? <laughs> yeah. I put, I mm -hmm. carry a gun, mm -hmm. not because I know that Safeway is going to have some potential danger. <laughs> it's because I don't know that there. I don't know if there is going to be danger. You had. I'm going to let you say it because I like your other your analogy. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah, you know, when you're driving a car, you put your seatbelt on, not because you intend to get into a car accident, but just in case. You don't go down like. I'm going to make up a street. I'm going down 3rd Street. I'm going to buckle in. <laughs> I typically get an accident down here. Uh -huh. No. People <laughs> no. carry a gun because they don't know when an issue. Yeah. That's why they, they practice carry always because you don't know when an issue or an it's a safety could accrue. Yeah, it's a safety belt. Occur. This Excuse is me. what kills me about a lot of the liberal folks that I know personally, and they make this argument that you don't need to carry a weapon. Why carry all the time? If you know, there are folks who have concealed carry. I have concealed carry, and when I when I travel, yes, I want to carry for my own personal safety. I've never had to use it in years that I've had it. So I'm going. I don't get the. So so even this so and this goes both ways, but. Mm -hmm. The typical leftist, okay, let's mm -hmm. say that that pretty young jogger that goes out on that path and decides to go on their daily jog, mm -hmm. and they have this really awesome, cool wristband mace. Why do they strap that on there? <laughs> they haven't been mugged or maced or assaulted, mm -hmm. but just in case, mm -hmm. it's happened to some other people that they've heard about. Yeah. My point is, is that I don't care what side of town you're on, and... um and whether you have to choose, um, you know, less lethal or lethal, you know, people are choosing things to defend themselves. So the prosecution is, is making the claim that Rosenbaum had, uh, had been shot and was falling to the ground and Rittenhouse continued to shoot at him. Dr. Kelly's testimony that the first gunshot from you to Mr. Rosenbaum caused Mr. Rosenbaum to start falling to the ground. Did you hear that testimony? 
I, I did. And then you continued to fire three more shots into him after that, didn't you? I continued to fire until he was no longer a threat to me. When he's falling to the ground in front of you, he's no longer a threat to you. His pelvis so is broken, to. right? Yeah. I, I don't know. But he's fallen to the ground, isn't he? He's, I saw him lunging towards my gun, and he, I remember his hand on the barrel of my gun. Because he was trying to push it out of the way so you wouldn't shoot him. How can he even be allowed yeah. to speculate that? Yep. yep, objection. There he goes. What was the risk to you of death or great bodily harm at the moment you killed Joseph Rosenbaum? If I would have let Mr. Rosenbaum take my firearm from me, he would have used it and killed me with it and probably killed more people if I would have let him get my gun. Mr. Rosenbaum never said anything to you about taking your gun, did he? He didn't say anything, but he tried to take my gun. And whoever's got that gun is a threat to everyone else? If, if he would have taken my gun, he would have used it against me. See that? He tried, yeah. to, he tried to make him say yes. Mm -hmm. Because if he said yes, then so you are a threat. Under that, yeah. you know? And no, it's who has that tool. Yeah. You know, you could... Huh. I, I just think Rittenhouse does such an amazing job for now an 18-year-old to, to put up with these prosecut prosecutorial... Is that a word? <laughs> prosecutorial uh, phrasing. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's trying to trick him into saying something that may not be true. I want to move on to the next, you know, instance. This is getting kind of crazy. So he's shot Rosenbaum. The crowd is encroaching on him, and Rittenhouse realizes he needs to get on the run, and he's running towards the uh, the police. He gets hit in the back of the head. Uh, a few strides later, he uh, falls to the ground, mm -hmm. and the famous jump kick man <laughs> approaches. And this saw, the, saw his life flash before his eyes and took off. Mm -hmm. And and this is this is where the 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 prosecutor is trying to say that um, that that Rittenhouse was trying to kill this jump kick man. You intended to kill him with those shots, didn't you? No. Did you even care whether or not those two rounds were going to kill him? I didn't want to have to kill anybody that night. In this moment, you're making a deliberate decision to pull the trigger twice, correct? Yes. That wasn't an accident. That was your conscious decision, wasn't it? Yes. And you're firing an AR-15 at close range to this individual, correct? Yes. And you f knew full well that if you hit him with one or both of those bullets, it could kill him, right? There's that possibility. If you hit him with one of those, wouldn't you agree it's a pretty strong likelihood you're going to kill him? I don't know. Did that even factor into your mind at that point? Did you even care whether you were going to kill him or not? I, I didn't want to have to kill anybody. I was being attacked. That's why I shot him. So what eats me up about this part mm -hmm. is because the whole mess was based on who? The whole riot started because of... Yeah, Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake. Mm-hmm who got shot seven times in the back and was alive. Yep. So this prosecutor is busting his balls about, you knew he was going to die if you shot him twice, didn't you? And I will say most of the time, if he says that he didn't understand the question, which he says it often, mm -hmm. or somebody will ask you, are you not understanding the question? He says that. 
it's not him not understanding the question. It's they're not accepting the answer. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And, and, and it's, it's repetitive. Yep. And it's embarrassing. The defense was saying that he's playing fast and loose with the uh, facts. Because the prosecutor is really, he's manipulating a lot of that stuff. That is a very good Matlock way to say it. Yeah. Yes, that's what he's doing. Got, very Perry Mason. Uh, another, <laughs> another clip. So this, this particular one, so Jump Kick Man hits him in the, in the face. He's already um, turned, uh, or the uh, Anthony Huber has already been shot in the chest. You know, the skateboard dude hits him in the head twice. And now we're on to this uh, gross Kreutz guy who has a gun pistol in his hand and gets shot in, in the bicep. What drives me crazy is this is more example of the prosecution kind of manipulating things and making it sound like um, Rittenhouse is doing something that's wrong. Looking at the video, I think I'm lowering my weapon. I think it's just a still shot of where you have it to where that, but I believe in the whole video I'm lowering it and then he points his gun at me. Can you help me understand, Mr. Rittenhouse, why Gage Grosskreutz, with a pistol in his hand, is a threat to kill you, but you, with an AR-15 pointed at him, is not a threat to kill him at this moment? Can you help me understand that? I've been attacked by several people, and he decided to come and point a gun at my head. Well, first, like... He hasn't done that yet. Has he? No. So again, I ask you, in this moment, you told us Gage Grosskreutz is a threat to you right now. Yes. He's got a pistol not aimed at you. You've got an AR-15 aimed at him. Why is he more of a threat to you than you are to him? Because he was, he was moving at me with a gun in his hand. Simple. I mean, this is not complicated. And for the prosecutor to frame it this way is just so dishonest. You know what's even more pathetic? He should have started it the other way around, at least, because, mind you, he just had to have the same conversation about somebody that didn't have a gun. Mm -hmm. And I thought that he, and I bet you the prosecutor even took it as he explained it well enough that he had defended himself over somebody that didn't even have a gun. Yeah. But now he has a guy with a pistol. Why should you be scared? And the silly thing is, I understand, I really do, I understand the prosecutor is doing his job. That's what he's supposed to do, is try to screw him up and right or wrong, get him to freaking, you know, take the hit for this. But, you know, the prosecutor's got to even know that, man, if I was in that situation and I had to defend myself and then I couldn't even stop and, and evaluate the situation because the crowd was coming on me, I had to start running and then somebody's attacking me from all sides and I would have killed everybody, but... I'm not that person, and then I fell to the ground, I'm scared to death. If you put yourself in that situation and knowing that they're dealing with these two or four people, uh, one to four people, excuse me, and there's still another, I don't know, 30 people around or more, who knows, I don't know how many people are around. Yeah. There could be a Pez dispenser of people coming at you nonstop that you don't even know if your rounds are gonna last you. And this instance is in such a short period of time when he falls, he's immediately attacked. Boom. Well, attacked Boom. again because he got Boom. hit in the back of the Boom. head, falls to the ground, gets attacked by Jump Kick Man, and then gets attacked by Skateboard Man, and then um, gets advanced on with by someone with a gun. And Rittenhouse is reacting in a very short period of time in order to combat and, and keep himself safe. 
Thanks for listening to the shortened version of our show. If you want to catch the full audio episode, you can find it here or wherever you find your podcast. But if you want to see the full version in video format, you can catch us on YouTube, Rumble, and now on Spotify. 